I need a I need a Netflix documentary on the dictionary. Who was Marion Webster? They're like the Lewis and Clark of words. It's like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the Lewis and Clark. That's it. Oh, words. They didn't discover words. <laughs> they brought them to our life. The land was already there. They was like, true. hey, here's the land. Oh, so they're the Christopher Columbus <laughs> they, of words. There we go. They was like, hey, go. here you go. There we go. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> we put them in a book for you. That's They're it. Ours now. Yeah. Nobody knew what the word alliteration meant. Today was like, hey, this is what it means. That's all I'm saying. I still think. Here on fourthdistrict.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, every listen. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Three comedians, ten topics, the number one podcast in history. I need to write more of those. <laughs> I got like ten of them written down at one point, and that's they're gone now. My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat and Instagram is just I'm Owens. And I'm thrilled to be here. Of course. Of course I'm at. Let's get this episode started. We don't have much time. David's not here. Davis, but that's okay because mm. Damon's here. Hey, what's going on, we good people? Got, still got Damon. I'm still present, team. What's up, yo? Get at me on Twitter, DMONJR. Uh, excited to be here. We got some good topics for you. We feeling good. It's a good night. Dan's not in the building either. Nope. Who knows what's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? We got <laughs> got special guests as well. Just us and the wolf dog. <laughs> that's, that's Before fast. we get too far in, though, I do want to push August 4th. Yes, our 100th episode. We're 100th doing it episode live. Yes. Live Relapse Theater, 8.30 p.m., August 4th. Uh, check online. There's a Groupon going around right now. Check online the website. Uh, this would be fantastic. We would love, if you're in the area, if you know people in the area, to come through. We're going to be live. We're going to do 10 topics. It's going to be great. Nate uh, Hate's going to be in the building. You know what I'm saying? We might do some Who the Boo, Top 10. We never know what's going to happen. So, again, 100th episode, Live Relapse, 8.30 uh, yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be fantastic. We're trying to help you guys out again. We're trying to make your Friday night better. Trying to make your Friday night. It's a Friday night. Yeah, most people ain't got work that next day. Mm. It's gonna be a good time. How, no self, how selfless of us. We're pretty good <laughs> to put on put on a live show Friday night. <laughs> but we have a guest because we did promise three of us. That's it. Uh, we're so excited to have him back. Friend of the show, former Georgia offensive lineman, the man, yeah. captain, SEC player of the week. Chris Burnett, thank you so much for yes, being sir. here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank y'all for having me back. I'm a huge fan. So of course. I always, you know, I always like fangirl out when I'm here with, you know, <laughs> me, just... Nathan Owens, and Damon. It's crazy. <laughs> Stop it. It's, it's <laughs> nice to have people that, like, have experience and, like, know things about sports. Sure, sure. So I'm just like, true. I've watched this. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. I have a shirt. I have a, that's right. I have a shirt and a video game and a blog. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into it. Let's no more it. wasting time. First topic, NBA Summer Ball, of course. Of course. Of course. For, I love Summer League. Okay. I love it so much. It's fun. Mm. Uh, if you miss basketball, it's not the NBA, but it's nice. It's still fun. Anyway, the story is is Lonzo Ball winning MVP and wearing whatever pair of shoes he wanted. That was everybody was paying attention. Would he wear the big baller brand, which he did one game. <laughs> which did turn out two to be games, two games, two games. Yeah, yeah. we were two games. Yeah. Worst two games, though, right? <laughs> like <laughs> that's how it lined I up. I feel like I feel like you don't count the first one. Give us the stats real quick on on. He uh, had a triple double in the second game with the big okay. ball is on. I believe. 
So pull the stats up. I'm intrigued on the stats with the shoes, without the shoes, because the first game I'm not gonna count it. Yeah. It's it's summer league or not. It's it's the pros. I got mm-hmm. the NBA uniform on, representing Los Angeles Lakers. Magic's in my corner. People here to see me to see this new young team. So I'm gonna let jitters, nerve, excitement. Yeah. I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that slide out. You know what I'm saying? It was an off night. You already kind of saw the haters pop up, right? But that's what haters do. They wait because they quiet now. Shh. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so give us real quick how to how to run for them in the league. So wearing big baller brand. Uh, this was average of two games, eight points. Eight assists, seven and a half rebounds. Eight, eight, seven. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight, seven. Okay. That's not bad. That's that ain't terrible. Triple, it's not terrible. That's the way to start some league. Yeah. What That's does okay. he have for the? Because he had the uh, Under Armour's and Curry's. Wearing we're Under Armour, fourteen points, uh-huh. seven assists, yeah. nine rebounds. Yeah. Mm. Wearing Jordans. Hey. Uh, 16 points, 10 assists, 4 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Left in the okay. third quarter, though. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Strain, cap strain. Adidas, 16 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wearing mm. Nike, which he said was Mamba mentality. Hey. Yeah. 36 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. Mm. Incredible. MVP. That's yeah. pretty good. Pretty clear. I mean, he averaged as a whole when you put all those together. 16 points, 9 assists, 7, 7.7, 8 rebounds, 3 steals, and a block. That's a that's how you feel yeah. that stat sheet up, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So again, I'll say this just to be clear of what I've said. Really, for the last few months, when the balls kind of came on the scene in a sense, <laughs> um, I think Lonzo Ball uh, has high potential to be a great player. You know what I'm saying? From, from what I saw in I UCLA, uh, seeing now, you know what I'm saying? Just continue to get more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he has the high potential to be a great player, right? My only thing was was not him at all. It was just I felt like his his dad, to me personally, was doing too much. Not in a dad role, but just in a person role. <laughs> in a person role. So I'm very excited. All I'm saying is I'm yeah. very excited to finally be quiet or, or let the fans kind of hush up yeah. and let him play. That's what you yeah. want at the end of the day. No, I agree. I mean, it makes sense. I am excited to be able to see him actually play. And instead of it being hyperbole all the time, it's like, oh, this is actual reality. This dude can ball. But I actually, I love LaVar Ball. Like, <laughs> he is probably at this moment probably my favorite. Don't say that. Don't say he that, is Chris. my favorite person. Probably, yeah, probably ahead of my wife. He's probably my favorite <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, person. you're in your feelings right now for a few months ago. Don't do that. I know, Don't hey. do that. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's incredible. What? He created, he created, I'm a Lakers yeah, fan. Yeah, let us, so, let us know what you yeah, like about LeVar. Yeah. So I've been a Lakers fan since 99, Okay, there it is. Right, yeah. So I love the fact that one, he created Lonzo. He's going to be the next, you know, great kind of Lakers player to, mm-hmm. to lead the team. Two, I feel like his, his hyperbole and his attitude is, is so outlandish mm-hmm. that he's just basically flipping it on the media. Like mm-hmm. he's punning the media sure, and sure, using sure. them. And I love that because yeah. I don't really like the media. But yeah. he's using the media for his own agenda. Okay. Uh, three, he hates NCAA. Mm-hmm. I hate the NCAA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we got that in common. Um, four, I <laughs> the moment when he said that when they were getting ready to do the, um, they were getting ready to do the, what do they call that when the balls like for the uh, combine, I mean not the combine, but for the draft where they do the before they determine oh, the lottery. The, yeah, the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing a draft lottery, and he said that the Lakers gonna get that ball, mm-hmm. and then they gonna get that ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he, said that, when he said that, it shut it down. I was like, oh, this is my favorite person of all time. Cause that, that was like wordplay. Like, he could have just, he could have dropped the mic. Like yeah. That. So, and then the WWE thing, that was hilarious. Boy. Like, and he's actually kind of cut up. Like, I was shocked by that. So. <laughs> I mean, he's just great, uh-huh. man. He's great. He makes pancakes for his kids in the morning. I mean, he calls his middle son Jello. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a great dad. That's a great man. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to speak on his parenting. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not in that house. I don't know. I think LeVar is very annoying, and I wish he would just stop. (laughs) That's all. Like, it's fine that you... I mean, he's not doing anything illegal. Like, I can't... Just stop. Just please stop. But, yeah, Lonzo, like, I... And my whole thing is, like, I don't want to dislike him because of his dad. Right. Because there's a lot of people that I feel like are cheering against him. Sure. Because his dad is the way that he is. And I don't think that's fair, because they're two different people. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I was happy to see Lonzo almost kind of step away, like step out of the shadow of his dad's mm-hmm. comments in a lot yeah. of people's mind. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of happy to see him do better, not in big baller brand shoes. What are you, so I mean, so <laughs> the shoes wise, one, I mean, this is just a, a social media, anything is news type of world now. So the shoes was one of the biggest pieces. It was yeah. performance and then shoes, yeah. right? Now... We know, obviously, you're not only going to play better in one type of brand. Balls right. play, you know what I'm saying, period. You know what right. I'm saying? However, I was intrigued on um, what do you what do you think he was getting to? You know, I, there was some rumor that he was like, you know, he feel like, do you trying to show you? Because Lamar mm, was talking about, yeah. yo, trying to help the brand say, yo, we're trying to work out a deal. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the other. Understand how much pool and popularity he has and mm-hmm. will continue to get with his, with his performance. What do you think the difference of wearing the shoes each night, getting a lot of attention, what do you think it was really at, at the end of the issue? Uh, I honestly, I thought it was marketing genius. Sure. Because uh, we're talking about this kid's shoes. I don't think we talked about what De'Aaron Fox was wearing or no. what Markel Fultz was wearing, no, any of that. No. And it was all around just this whole one hyperbole that LeVar was saying at the beginning, mm-hmm. saying, oh, my boy is better than Steph Curry, all that. He could beat Michael Jordan, all that craziness. Mm-hmm. And then he brought out the brand. Mm-hmm. And then the idea was, okay, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he gave it a, a ridiculous price. Mm-hmm. It was all over the news. Mm-hmm. And then now they're continuing to just continue that conversation. Sure. So I don't know if it's going to lead to him signing with any of these other brands like in a collaborative effort I'm sorry I just caught a fly with my bare hand <laughs> Bruce Lee man has a dead fly wow. on his shirt wow uh, no handshakes after this like that much <laughs> I didn't I didn't think I got it I was very surprised oh, that was impressive alright <laughs> <laughs> we out here. We out here free. We out here free, y'all. Uh, I caught it. What? This never happened before in my life. Wow. One point for you. So we'll see how those points continue for the rest of the podcast. Not bad. Not we'll see. I'm, I'm intrigued. To see. You, no, you're good. I'm just intrigued to see how that, that when that price drops. I'm intrigued to see. I that. hope it does. Because it's, it's it's got even if you're a fan, yeah. even if you're a fan, and but you like you know just middle class, you can't. I can't. You can't drop five hundred dollars down on a piece Man. of snakes. It's, it's not happening. It's, it's seven hundred bucks for my size. Oh goodness, man! I would think oh, they would give yeah. larger sizes, less available sizes, discounts. Man, it's more material. Yeah, more material. It's like two inches more fabric. So Goodness you gotta gracious. charge another two hundred dollars. So, real quick before we end, y'all saw JJ Watt go after big baller brands. Uh, uh-uh, is it? No. So JJ Watt releases his shoe. Okay. Okay. Really, I mean, shoes he, or cleats? You got? Um, I you know. One I don't know. Okay, sure. Trainers, Maybe if it's like, like yeah, if it's like Vix, it's yeah. like you know. And said uh, ninety nine dollars, mm-hmm. unlike some brands, mm-hmm. and I actually wear them. Mm. 
Mm. And Twitter was not having it because mm. uh, JJ Watt is, I think he's with Reebok. Okay. <laughs> That's an L right there. <laughs> <laughs> he's lame. These, these were very Curry esque nurse shoes. Oh, no. Like, um, nah. they've got his Not logo. the hot new Curry's. No, they've got his logo on it, which I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a W, right? Oh, it's like a, I got Curry's on right now. Jagged jeans. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It just, yeah. Twitter, Twitter's not gonna let that fly. Goodness, JJ, you got to come back off surgery, big dog. You just, just, right. just play ball, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't jump leagues. You didn't went down by five, six ages. <laughs> just chill out, bro. Just play ball. Uh, let's keep it moving, man. Uh, jumping into uh, a little football, a little college football. Hey. How many days are we away from? I feel like we're less than fifty away or something like I that, think right? It's like forty-six days. Forty-six days after yeah. kickoff. Yeah. To oh the first game. man, At that's least exciting. For the sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it going here. Your boy. Uh, Mark Rick down there at the U uh, <laughs> was talking uh, to the press and it wasn't even about sports. It was about the best possible sandwich eating strategy, which is a lot of good conversation. You know, yes. we talk sports, but we talk life too. This is important to discuss. And he basically said, yo, you first, you got to cut it up in, in, a, in a diagonal format, right? Key. So that's, that's off top. You go in mm-hmm. diagonal format. Then he said, you go on corner one, corner two. So your corners are gone. And then he said, the best. Some of y'all are already thinking. I'm trying to be visual for you, right? You got some lettuce if you're fancy, little turkey breast, some cheese, Swiss <laughs> if you got money, right? It's right there, ready to go, a little mayo. And then he said, you go right there in that middle, right there in that middle for bite number three. And then four or five on the back ends there, and then you do the same thing on the back order. It made me think a lot, because I love making sandwiches. I mm. feel like we don't make enough sandwiches in the world anymore. That's a problem. And I was like, you know what? I got 100% agree with this with this theory here. I do like the diagonal more than the uh, just little rectangle. Yeah. I like that more. I feel like it's a little more special. And then I, I don't go first into, I'm going to get too much mayo on my side, on my side of my cheek. <laughs> so I don't go first yeah. into the middle. So I'm not upset. How would you guys like to go with the sandwiches here? All right, so the diagonal cut, uh-huh. I think, is very important. Okay. The square cut, it feels very civilian. Mm. Mm. You know, the diagonal cut, I think that's just the way I was raised. Okay. I was, I was raised Got in the diagonal cut. I think it fits in the sandwich bag better. Oh. When it's cut, like, Application. It's, it's much easy access. Sure. One of, the, one of the halves doesn't get stuck. Boom. I, I love a good sandwich. I'm not against it. What's your... Go ahead. Well, you give us you give us your how you going with it first. Oh no, y'all hit a nail on the head. I mean, Mark Reese a genius. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it only makes sense. What's your go to sandwich? If I'm like, yo, I'm starving. Fam came just in. Somebody you know you care about. If this yo, I'm just gonna make me a sandwich, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. gotta have a go to sandwich. Chris, how are you making? The only sandwich. How you making it? Jeez. Start from the beginning. Yeah. All right. So it, it's got to be a grilled cheese. Okay. But, but okay. I, he I go like with the, the grilled cheese, yeah. people. I go with the grilled okay. cheese. Okay. Now I hold on. Let me say this. I put meat in the grilled me, cheese. Me. See. Okay. Yeah. See. My yeah. wife and I got into a little spickle spack okay. about how to make grilled cheeses. So I'm intrigued on how you make yours. So go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I, I try to keep it simple, man. Just get two slices of bread. Okay. I actually slip, twitch it up. So okay. I used to put butter on okay. the side. I put mayonnaise on the side. Okay. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. people. You put mayo. Yeah. On the inside? No, on the outside. On the outside. Put mayonnaise. I actually get this on both sides. Put it on both sides. You you put the the cheese and the meat or whatever else you want on Uh there, and you put it on the um you put it on the pan. Yeah. And then you just put some you put another pan on top of it. Put another pan on top. Yeah. So you may get like a. You may get uh, a cast iron skillet Wait or something a second. put it on top Wait, of this it. Wait, this man fancy yes. people. Wait a yes. minute, yes. goddamn. <laughs> Let me understand if I'm hearing you correctly. 
You, I'm gonna run this back here because I have never heard this. Yeah. You get two pieces of bread. You going white? You going wheat? What you going with? Wheat. Okay, wheat. you going wheat, yeah. right? Then you're gonna go. You're gonna put uh, the, your cheese and your meat if you want to get with that, right? Yeah. Put it together. Usually, it's like go- a cheese slice, or it might like a either craft singles, or, yeah. or it might be like a cheddar slice. Okay. You know, just okay. switch it. Put up them together. Just a little bit of mayo on the on the exterior, both sides. Yep. Put it in the pan. Put another hot pan yes. on top to cover it, yes. right? And then you kind of do a flip after a while. No, you. That's the point. Oh, you don't. You, you don't have to. Flip to it. You, you don't have to flip it. And it's simple. You how long do you let that other out. pan sit over there on that on that like fire? A minute. Like a minute. Like a minute. Let it warm up real tight. Yeah. And it, now, how long do you let it just sit? I just let it sit for about a minute or another, two. Yeah, or two. It, yep. It's and real it's simple, real quick, and it's beautiful. You never have to flip. You never worry about it getting stuck. You just pull it off, pull it out. Yeah. Hit. Chris on Twitter. Did you give him your uh, your hashtag on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, uh, at Chris Burnett sixty eight on all social media. Listen, Hit man, this man. Let him know what you think about that. Try that. Hit him with a video of that. Let us know what you do with that too. What? Same thing man. for you, Nate. Yo, make me a sandwich, please. Right? Okay. Come on. So we're going. We're going white bread. White bread. That's just. That's the start. I don't. Um, I haven't done. I haven't done the math. <laughs> Chris is not approving of this, yo. Unhealthy. What you going? You want Iron Kids bread? You look like an Iron Kids bread type of fella. You look like an Iron Kids Lee Dunkaroos. No, maybe that's the thing. We didn't have white bread much. Oh, oh, you did it. So when we had it, it was like, ooh, okay. Now every once in a while, uh, my dad. I think it was like when like the deli rolls are like a day late. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, you know what it is? Yeah, he brings them. I mean, they were good, but they had orange stickers. All over them. Oh yeah. Like, mm. that so was, what expiration dates are yeah, imaginary? Manager <laughs> to an extent. Yeah, that's a suggestion. <laughs> White bread. Now the best combination. Okay. Well, all right. So we're building the sandwich. Yeah, yeah come on. All right, building the sandwich. So you got to go mayonnaise. Okay. First. Boom. Spread it with a knife. Okay. Don't glob it on there. Don't get it with a spoon. No. Mm. Spread the mayonnaise yeah. out. All right. Okay. Next. Drizzle the mustard. Ooh, drizzle mustard. Yellow or Dijon, you know, whichever, Ooh-hoo. whichever you feel. Well, had an extra one fifty in the aisle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whichever you feel. Uh. All right. So then you go lettuce. Okay. All right. So the lettuce, the the condiments are going to hold the lettuce. Okay. To the bread. Uh. You don't want lettuce to bread. I think it's going to get soggy if you go lettuce to bread. Okay. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Good no. thought. Mm. Then you go cheese. Cheese. Okay. Then you go meat. Uh huh. What you what meat you going? So it's a big. This is a big statement you're it, about to make. Yeah, it's most it is most important part. I would say 90% of the time, uh, a turkey is the go-to. Okay. Everybody th- in America thought you were going to say bologna, but carry on. <laughs> carry on, no. sir. They thought you were a bologna type of fellow. No. You go You go turkey. Uh-huh. Now, if, if it's been a good week, uh-huh. maybe go turkey roast beef. <laughs> maybe. Brother boy got a little, hey. like a little overtime, <laughs> bro. <laughs> maybe. You know, if I two meats. <laughs> two meats. The John Mustard. I'm just... <laughs> Put a grape poupon in there too. The caviar, right? You gotta get the mustard out with the butter knife. Oh, got the turkey breast and the roast beef. Okay, so, yeah. Boom. And, and then and then, and then a diagonal cut. That's it. And, okay. you, and you eat it with yeah with barbecue chips. With barbecue chips. <laughs> barbecue chips are the are the perfect complement. <laughs> okay, to a cold go. cut Today, sandwich. I got you. There you go. Yeah, I got you. I um. All right, I'll throw the flip. Throw that, flag. Throw, get that flag in there. Uh, so is it eighteen flies in this bad boy? What's going on there, <laughs> hey, yo? It's crazy. I don't know. Jeez, Louise. Um, <laughs> so I really had to think about this because there was probably about three sandwiches. My first, my first thought was I, I've got an excellent recipe for PB and J, but I was like, I'm not gonna put that in this conversation. Then I was like, Yo, I'm going with the fried bologna sandwich, which just the whole thing down, but I ain't gonna put it in this conversation. I'm gonna keep it real simple. And first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I toast my bread lightly. 
All right, so oh. if you got if you got a toaster, I put it on the one. I just put it on the one. Oh, okay. I just toast it real it quick. Keep it I just just keep it real light. If it's too crispy, get it out of here. Boom! I toast the bread off top. Right? I'm putting a dab of mayo with the butter knife. I'm not wasting a good spoon. Right? Now, <laughs> never enough spoons in the house. There's never enough spoons in the True. house, bro. True. Always butter knives. Always, <laughs> Always butter knives. <laughs> you never use a butter knife. You never for use the butter knife. Yeah. I use a butter knife to put mayo on my bread and open up packages I can't open with my hands. That's how I use butter knives. So all right, I put I toast the bread put a little bit of mayo and then okay i go after mayo i go cheese okay turkey breast all right okay double cheese okay Whoa. and then i hit a little dollop all right a sweet baby ray's barbecue sauce and just boom just real just okay wow. boom just a little tang just a little whoop, just a pow get out of there put it back on top diagonal cut boy shuts it down all right cool ranch doritos every time Cool Ranch. Man, cool, listen. Not, not even the original Dorito. Cool Respect ranch. the nacho cheese. Going with that Cool Ranch. Shuts it down every time. That was one of the reasons I got Katoya. Hit it with that sandwich. She's like, what is this? <laughs> every time, bro. Let her know. Wow. Try the sandwiches out, team. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, let us know what your sandwich I'm going to love a good sandwich on a Saturday afternoon. Same. Sweatpants, socks. That sounds good right now. I'm kind of on. I'm about to go try that grilled cheese out, though, because I'm like, what? Cause Katoya, how she makes her grilled cheese is she uh, she she toasts her bread first, comes really? back off the pan, mm. put the cheese on, toast again. Oh, okay. So I just go bread together so with the like cheese and then start toast. toasting. Okay. So she toasts both sides of her bread. Ah, uh, I, so I was like, that. I, I was like, like oh, okay. So I was always like intrigued that. on that. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to let us know yeah. what you think, people. Take your time with the sandwich too. Oh yeah. Don't don't just throw it together. Don't rush it. it it's worth it. Don't yeah. rush it. You get out of a sandwich what you put into a sandwich. I wholeheartedly believe that. Them boy, we got a philosophy on sandwich making. I ain't no, no I like it. I like Next. it. I'm just appreciate everybody know I said tomato on their sandwich. Get out of here. Nope. Yeah, it's ain't slices. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start sliding out. That's <laughs> no. Man, I don't want not this. No. Booger fruit. No. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. All right, next topic. We're going to talk a little more college football. Uh, Bleacher Report released a list of the most unstoppable mm. offensive college football mm. players mm. since the year 2000. I'm mm. going to run through them yeah. real quick, and then we can discuss. 10 through 1. Number 10, Wisconsin running back Melvin Gordon. Number 9, Alabama running back Derrick Henry. Number 8, Stanford running back Christian McCaffrey. Number 7, Texas A&M quarterback Johnny Manziel. Number six, Florida State quarterback, Jameis Winston, quarterback. Mm. <clears throat> Number five, Texas quarterback, Vince Young. Number four, Ohio State running back, Ezekiel Elliott. Number three, USC quarterback, Reggie Bush. Number two, Auburn quarterback, Cam Newton. And number one, shocker, Florida quarterback, Tim Tebow. So, first impressions of this list. Hated it. <laughs> I thought this list... They, they could have kept this list. They could, they could have kept this list. Yeah, I, I like the fact that they had the idea, you know, to make the list. Hey, this is interesting, you sure, know, time of frame, like 17 years. There's been some really significant offensive players, you know, in college football. But they have Ezekiel Elliott in the top five. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't know who Ezekiel Elliott was until he got drafted by, by, by the Cowboys. But, I mean... I, I, you expect it. You expect it. I mean, who knows who made this list? I felt like they got it pretty right in the top three, to be mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was that was pretty close. You know, Reggie Bush, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, and maybe they could have flipped it a little bit. But I felt like it was it was just so biased, so recent too. Like some of them guys, like Christian McCaffrey, he was good, but 
Nah, and same thing, you know, Jameis, I, I really just, I didn't think he should have been on this list either. Who's one player you're putting on that list? Um, Chris Burnett, for sure. I think he, <laughs> not, not <Dumb>. <laughs> no, 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 no offensive, only skill players, guys. Yeah, I know, I Disrespect. know. No offensive line. No defensive players. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No cornerbacks, no yeah. safeties, no linebackers. What's it's offensive? Yeah, I think it's only. Oh, you're offensive. right. You're right. That's, that's what I mean. That's me. That's right. Yeah. That's what I mean. But no, no receivers for sure. Definitely right. no receivers. That, right. That's what stood out to me. Yeah. All the really good receivers. I mean, you just go Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones. Yeah. AJ Green. AJ Green. I mean, that's that that's frustrating. It's very much. I mean, it's it's the Heisman. It's going to be running backs and quarterbacks. Those are the yeah. glamorous positions right now, especially in college football. It's going to be – I just – I don't trust Big Ten stats. I don't. I don't care who hears Amen. me say that. I don't trust Big Ten defenses. <laughs> you play Iowa. You play Northwestern. You play – I just – who? Who is that? And Iowa – Iowa has kept Iowa State on their, <laughs> on their schedule every single year. They're going to play Iowa State because it's this great rivalry. It's not – Iowa, you're scared to play real teams. And this is coming from a West Virginia fan. <laughs> Watch them play in the Big East a lot. Mm. Yeah. I know how it feels. I know how it feels to have these inflated stats in these less than stellar conferences. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. I think Ezekiel Elliott's ridiculous. It is. It's so much what have you done for me lately? Uh I'm guessing that Reggie Bush and Vince Young are the oldest players on this list. Seems to be like it. So and that was what, 2006, 2007? 2005, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. saying five years of that, of this list, nobody comes close to mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. So I'm, I was, uh, when I saw the word unstoppable, it made me like, all right, I test has to be yeah. a little piece, in my yeah. opinion, there. When I, when I hear unstoppable, because stats, stats mean a lot, but they don't mean everything. Yeah. That's important. And I know we talk legacy, we talk championships, we talk about winning a lot on the show. You know what I'm saying? They mean a lot, but they don't mean everything, right? With that being said, most unstoppable pieces. I'm again, I'm kind of with you here. The top at top three, I'm not. I'm not angry at that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much very similar thing. But if I was gonna pick one, if I was gonna pick one out of that whole list, specifically out of that top three, I'm putting Reggie Bush at number one. And I, I think there's pretty little you. argument there. But when I watched Reggie Bush, one, I was a running back, so that kind of was a little biased already, right? Uh, but when I watched Reggie Bush, I felt like more than Tim Tebow, more than Cam, more than McCaffrey, more than Vince, every time he touched the ball, I felt like it was a wrap. I've just, he was this electrifying cat mm. on, you know, you want to scream, you want to go quick, you know, up the hole, you know what I'm saying? The punt return, kick return, the reverse. I felt like every time he was like yo here comes his USC offense led by shout out to White who was also holding down the thunder mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying power yeah, back yeah, um, yeah. but every time Reggie Bush was going to touch that ball I was like yo he's, he could take it he mm-hmm. could take it 10 yards he could take it 99 yards and so I just felt like he was he had the allure more than anyone else who was the most unstoppable mm-hmm. that's, you know a good point. that's a good point we gotta throw the flag throw the second there. flag get it up I like I like that choice but for me personally mm-hmm. if I had to choose it had to be Cam Newton for okay. me cause I felt like he was the most unstoppable force like sure. when you think of unstoppable and they say that phrase I think of who else was around him mm-hmm. like 
how much did we know, hey, it's going to him. Like you mentioned, USC, Matt Leonard might throw the ball. They may give it to Lindell White. You just never know. Sure. Same thing. you A couple know, good with, receivers with on Florida, outside. Yeah, yeah, same thing with like Florida. They had Percy Harvin. Like, Tebow didn't even start their first national championship. Mm-hmm. It was Chris Elite. You know? But Cam's one year, yeah. they went from being trash yeah. to undefeated, and you knew – they, there was really nobody else. They had Ludson Kirkin, I believe, like was their next kind of best player on offense. And he had the ball every play, and he just made it happen. Like I, I saw this firsthand, and he was, <laughs> he was unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. I respect <laughs> yeah. that, too. So I got to give it to him. And Tebow, probably, I, Tebow and Reggie Bush are right there for me. Yeah, like, no, I'm with you. Right there. Tebow in college, I mean, I feel like right now in 2017, uh, Tebow, because I feel like his body of work, yeah, is really strong. It's probably in the top ten. Yeah, best uh, college players ever. Yeah, I just he may be ten, he may be four, but I feel like he's in that conversation for yeah. top ten just with that body of work. So we'll see. That was good, but Ezekiel Elliott, Winston, please yeah. sit down. Get out of please here. Please sit all man. the way down. <laughs> Let me ask you right now. Shoot, who would you rather have on your college football team, Christian McCaffrey or Adrian Peterson? Right now? Right in 2017? Like like, in 2017? No, no, in college. Oh, coming out of in college? college? I mean, that's... Adrian, oh, that's a great Adrian point. Adrian Peterson, 2004, 2005, 2006. Oh. At Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great uh, point. Incredible. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Because really, you're looking at uh, really two years, really, for the great players, right? You're given right. two... Right. If you're playing three years, I'm like, what, what's, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, but yeah. really, you're looking at how did you perform for really the two years that you yeah, were there? You know point. what I'm saying? And so, yeah, you forget. We would have to look, keep looking at a few more players. Adrian Peterson, for sure, he should so, be there. So here's Adrian Peterson's stats, just real quick. Freshman year. Yep. Uh, 1,937 yards. 19. Oh, my 15 goodness. touchdowns. Boom. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he had 15, 14, 13 touchdowns. Mm. Those are three years. Uh, his plays went down. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. you know, save on hits. Yeah. Sure. Only have a certain oh, yeah, number. Sure. Only have a certain number of hits. Played three years. Dominant. Yeah. Not necessarily against. I'm choosing West Virginia, AP easily over oh, yeah. over Winston and Gordon. Not even a question. And McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. Like All that day. AP. Oh, you AP. Oh, he was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. All day. Yeah. That Goodness. list was. That had some revisionist history. Uh, no, they, the, person, yeah. the person made the list is probably like 25. <laughs> it is. Nah, exactly. like my little brother made 18. That <laughs> Let us know if you think anybody else should add to that list that we forgot. You know what I'm saying? That the list forgot. No Pat White, no Steve mm-hmm. Slayton, no, no Noel Devine, no Warren right. Schmidt, okay. Todd Gurley. Who would, I don't know who right. them do. It sounds right. like West Virginia. Well, those guys. are West Virginia guys. Yeah. That's what that is. Those they drink unsweetened tea. <laughs> <up there>. <laughs> 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 Let's keep moving. Jumping back to the NBA. Uh, this offseason has been a very interesting offseason in the NBA, in my opinion. Some big moves <laughs> from. You've got um, ball coming to the league, which is a lot of chit-chat coming in, but even more so for the real players. If a fly hit me in my face one more time, I'm shutting this whole podcast down, bro. I hate <laughs> what, flies. What now I got to go on this tangent. Here, Hold this on. I got to go on this tangent. What have you been doing in here? Maybe man. I what? didn't kill it. What's going on? Bro, there's four there flies in here. five in here. What are you talking about? We are outnumbered right now. <laughs> I hate flies. Dan <laughs> said somebody was like, yo, what do you want for more podcasts? We want more tangents. Well, here's a tangent. I hate flies. I hate them with all of my soul, with all of my passion. I do not like them. Do not call them house flies. They're not house flies. They're not growing the house. They're not belonging in the house. They belong outside. They belong in a garbage can at the bottom with old apples. I don't like them. Uh, apple, uh, uh, a fly hit me in my face yesterday. I'm on a tangent now. They hit me in the <laughs> face yesterday. I dropped a hot cup of water. 
I don't like flies. When I see flies in my kitchen, I close all the doors, I get a dirty dish rag, and I begin to do nothing else but try to kill the flies. I try to just pop them out of the air. Mm. I do that. I did that today, Chris, and they, for 15 minutes, today, I hate them. Whew. All right. Wow. Sorry. That was just a little, I hate, I hate flies. They don't, I really don't think there's not too many animals, insects, whatever you want to say in the world, that don't do much good. I can, you can't give me three things that that in that flies specifically do good for society for the ecosystem. I can't. You can't give me three. Yeah, you can't, can't give me can't, three. I can give you one. What's one at most? What you yeah, got? What's the eat, one? They eat stuff, decompose it. They, they okay, sure. It. That's Check it. it more. I feel it. like there's twenty other decomposers who are less annoying though. That's what I said. <laughs> I feel like there's twenty other decomposers who's like, ah, we'll stay outside. We'll decompose out here. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, a lot of moves. Hayward, Boston. Butler, Minnesota. Mm. Right? Paul, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Houston. It's been Paul it's been George, some moves. OKC. Paul George OKC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mellow question mark, right? Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> what's up with the Cavs? Right? Arguably, not arguably, I think it's pretty simple. The best team in the East. <laughs> right? With the yeah, only superstar easily. in the East, right? Yeah. With the best player in the world. LeBron's frustrated. Articles have come out. Thoughts have been coming out. Tweets have been coming out. He's frustrated. Although it may not look like it because he's out here also dancing he's online in his, his tights, <laughs> you know, bald head, dancing out here. Can, can, we, can we talk about that for a second? Get in, go to it first. Where did that trend happen? With the dancing on the line? No, no, no. With the, with the tights. With oh. the tights without the shorts over so, the tights. I, I, dudes have been doing that for a while. I can't even lie to you. When did, when did that start? Because the first time I noticed it was it started happening in the combine. And I was yeah. just like, wait, what? I just, I wanted to see a guy run a 40 and now I've got some dude in short tights and shirtless running around. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I almost felt like a, it's sexual harassment. To be yeah. Honest. Like, <laughs> yes. Dudes would be out, we would be doing conditioning, but they started doing this when I was in college and they would literally just have the bottom half, but it wouldn't even be the long tights. It'd be the tights that kind of stop like mm. a diaper. Uh, that like, me? They pulling Ooh. it up. You know, it was just. Mm-mm. Men's thighs yeah. are gross. Period. <laughs> we, heard, we, just, think we heard that here. Never want to see a man's inner thigh. Never no. want to see a man's inner thigh. It's Ever. gross. Just Never take, take it down to the knee. But LeBron, LeBron's like twerking and stuff. I just, I don't know what was going on, man. He was, he was. I'm he looking at it now. He was bro. feeling good, pointing at the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Working out. Got a little back hair on his face. So obviously he's not too angry. You're not too angry, no. right? Because you won't be seeing him too much. Angry. His last press conference, he was like, "Yo, y'all won't see me for a while." Last any last questions, but. When we talked about it, Chris, you're on the show. We talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago. I'm intrigued on you. The thought is, yo, his frustration with the firing of the GM, Griffin, mm-hmm. who, he, who he liked, with the lack of, of movement and moves being done yeah. at the moment, anyway, in the offseason by the uh, front office. They're like, yo, he's good as gone. Yeah. I have my thoughts on it. I say no, it's not going to happen for a few reasons. What do you think on now as well as future LeBron? Um, so for for right now, I mean, obviously LeBron's the greatest player in the world. Fact, I think he is top four, three to four player all time. Sure. Like incredible resume, has done some amazing things. Real quick, people asked, what's what was what, what's your top five all time? My top five, uh, number wait, one. Wait. Oh, go ahead, you go, oh, go ahead. Give it to your order. Yeah, you can give it to me. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm okay. gonna give it to you. Give it to. Let's go. Number. Okay, I'm gonna start with number five. Sure. Number five okay. for me. For, for you. me, my personal top five: Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Number okay. five: Stats, dominance, championships, MVPs, all, of, all, all of that stuff. Yep. I give Shaq number five. Mm-hmm. Number four: 
I'll go, and th- this probably changes every week. Sure. But number four, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with LeBron, okay. actually. LeBron is my number four. Okay. LeBron okay. sometimes can change from number four to number two. Okay. It just depends on, sure, on sure, how sure. I'm feeling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, LeBron, I go number four. Un- incredible, just durability. Yeah. I mean, he is so well-rounded. Um, not the greatest at really anything. doesn't really lead the league in any stat every year. Like, that was kind of the one thing that holds him back to me. He hasn't led the league in. He only led the league in scoring once, and that's the only stat he's ever led the league in. So interesting, interesting that, thought. I haven't thought about that. And then on top of that, he just you know the he finals does it, he record. Does, yeah. Finals record. He has three championships and five losses. Like mm-hmm. I don't really hold that against him, but that holds him back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Number three uh, for me is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. I think statistically incredible. Yep. Leads all those numbers. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievable, um, but. I think there was something to be desired on him defensively, and he also had the probably the two top two greatest point guards of all time mm. for him in his entire career. Sure, sure, sure. Magic Johnson, Oscar Robinson. I don't know if there's any better. Well, point, that's another good observation right there. <laughs> so he a lot of help. Yeah. Um, number two for me, Magic Johnson, Lakers guy. So I got three Lakers in in my top sure. five. But those, but those are a f- a factual and accurate. You know, yes. the only other person somebody who would tweet you later is like, "Well, it's Kobe," but we'll get to that maybe right. another day. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Kobe is in my top ten, but just barely. Like I, I love Kobe. Love Kobe. Kobe. Statistically, he just wasn't efficient. I saw too many times where sure. he would cost the Lakers the game mm, mm, mm. at times, sure. just from being too selfish. Sure. But uh, Magic Johnson, number two, like transcends so much of the game. Like incredible, brought like flash pass basically saved the NBA him and Larry Bird I yep. felt like saved the NBA oh yeah five championships five I mean titles. so versatile all the accolades played center center in his rookie year rookie the season like win that. the championship who does it when it scores 40 I mean come it, on guys he's incredible Um, so yeah he's number two and yep. the number one is, is the GOAT himself the Michael GOAT Jordan. himself I mean it, mm. I, I honestly feel like as great as I think Magic Johnson is, that no one is even close. Like I, I feel like there is a huge gap. You feel like there's a huge between gap between two and, and one. Two, yes, really, because Michael Jordan was as close as you could get to perfection on the statistical standpoint. Okay, so he's let he led the league in scoring. He played thirteen seasons. Thirteen seasons. Two of these, he was thirty nine and, and forty uh, years old. Can we not even bring that up? Yeah. But we, we will because <laughs> yeah. I'm well, objective. It's, right. it's part of but his we career. will. Right. right. Yes. Yes. So of those thirteen, I think it's fourteen seasons actually. He led the league in scoring twelve of those fourteen seasons. Bro, what? That doesn't make sense. So statistically that's insane. Right. Also, if you look just Oh, the I other test. four. We're not going to talk about the other four. We ain't got time yeah. to talk about the other four years. <laughs> you know about my yeah. the, the, my thought on the other four years? No, no, when people the, start the hypothetical long, Jordan, when people oh, start bringing oh. up hypotheticals with LeBron, mm. I had to say we brought it. We've got to bring up the hypothetical about Jordan. My throw yeah. the flag in. Yep. The four hypothetical years of one, yes. he breaks his leg second year, yes. missed most of the season. Yes. The two baseball seasons mm-hmm. full, like fully he counts back in any you know yeah. but those two seasons yeah. and then which I personally feel I call it four I personally feel if he had stayed in 99 after he beat the Jazz second time in a row he would have won another title yeah. right yeah. so hypothetically you could say three or four hypothetically this dude is winning at least eight, eight or at nine. least or nine yeah. potentially in a row but I digress yeah. carry yeah. on good sir no, incredible. <laughs> I love that I love that on top of that Michael Jordan probably should have won eight MVP awards yeah, yeah, yeah. he won five yeah, yeah. which was still the second best behind Kareem or tied with Kareem I believe mm. He's, he probably should have won eight or nine MVP awards Six and zero in the finals, and this is probably the one that takes the cake on the whole LeBron. What you got? What you got? What you got, Chris? Is if you look at 
Look at Michael Jordan and LeBron's first championship. First championship. And look at their teammates. Okay. LeBron's first championship with the Miami Heat. He mm. had four. He had three other Hall of Famers on this team. He did. Chris Bosh, Hall, Hall of, of Famer. Famer. I don't care what anybody says. No, he's a Hall, Hall yeah, of Famer. 2010. Yeah. Like six, eight, nine, ten All Star games. Yeah. I believe. No, he was a Hall of Famer. Fantastic. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, top five shooting guards all time. Top five shooting guard. Yeah. I yeah. mean, incredible. Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Ray Allen. Hall of Famer, enough said. Yep. Second greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. He has three other Hall of Famers with him. Jordan, his first championship, mm -hmm. he had two. Mm -hmm. Scottie Pippen, who yep. had yep. been in the league for four years, four years. at that point. Yeah. And the other guy was Robert Parrish, who was like 50 years old. Oh, oh. man, I thought you were just going to say somebody know, else, bro. He was 50. <laughs> 50. Boston Celtics, I'm almost dead. Yeah. Robert Parrish, bro. Yes. yes, the Chief. I didn't even know the that boy Chief. was on that team so in 91. Yes. So he was on that team, and then the next two he won, and it was only Scotty. Yeah, only Scotty. And then you get and then to he, his last three. You get Rodman on there as well. Yeah, Rodman, he's all a famer, but he had no other All Stars. Yeah. Rodman wasn't an All Star. No. Of course, Grant was the only other All Star other and than Scotty. And Rodman also wasn't an offensive team. juggernaut as well. Right. Nobody worried about yeah, him offensively. Four points a game. Yeah, we're not worried about him <laughs> offensively. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I know that was a huge tangent. No, no, that won't tell. Jordan's number one. Mm -hmm. Magic number two yeah. slash LeBron just depends on the day. <laughs> Kareem number three and then number five is is uh, the it big Shaq. Yeah, I'm not upset at that. Do you think he leaves real quick? Do you think he leaves next year after this season? Let's say let's yeah. say let's go hypothetical. They yeah. lose to the Warriors again, mm -hmm. right? So he goes to the finals eight times. Hoo hoo hurrah! Right, right. but he loses again. Yep. So he's now three and six in the finals. He's he's uh maybe they make moves, maybe they don't know, maybe they don't. What do you think happens? 2018. Does he leave Cleveland after coming back, mm. bringing them a title at age thirty three, I believe yeah, he'll be at the end of that season? Yeah. What do you what do you think he's doing at thirty three? You know, I don't think I don't think LeBron has decided yet, but sure. I think I think almost any option uh -huh. is, is up for grabs sure. for him. Like if you go back to when he left Cleveland originally, uh -huh. I don't think anyone anticipated him leaving and going to Miami. Sure. But he did what was best for him, his sure. brand, his future. Yeah. And I think he'll probably do that same reevaluation. They're uh -huh. going to lose in the finals to the Warriors. It's, we already know this, that's what's going to happen. If everybody's healthy, it's, yeah. it's, it's, that's how it should yeah. be. Unless there's catastrophic injury, you're right. Yeah. That, that's what's going to happen. And I think he'll just decide at that point, depending on how it goes, mm -hmm. what do I want to do? He's yeah. already a mogul. Like everyone's saying, oh, he's already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Learn under Magic Johnson. What does he need to learn? I mean, he's already a mogul. So I think at that point, he may decide, you know, I just want to play with the Banana Boat Boys. It'll be him, Melo, CP3, D-Way. Mm. They may all go to Houston. You just never know. Sure. Like, I, I feel like it's up in the air. Or he may just stay in Cleveland. Like, yeah. I, I honestly, at this point, I think he's earned the benefit of the doubt to do whatever he wants to yeah, do. Yeah. He doesn't owe anybody anything. So Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think his legacy is, is set. Yeah, in the I sense agree. that I, <clears throat> I personally think he'll end up being the greatest of all time at the end of his career. That's my opinion. Uh, but I, I don't Your think. Opinion sucks. <laughs> I, hear, I ain't say that, people. <laughs> you see that? I hear, I hear that a lot. And just you get bullied by guests. Oh, see now, see, you throw the B word out there. You see what You see what happens? No, I listen to it. Colin Cowherd and Nick Wright, man. I'm sorry that I listened to experts, man. How many years did Nick play? In in any league, that's mm. not. It's not about that. All right, so you, go, you can't use that expert word. You can you can say knowledgeable. I'll give you knowledgeable. Yeah, you can use the word expert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you expert, bro. Carry on, sir. Carry on. I'm just saying, LeBron at this point, for some strange reason, mm -hmm. he wins the next ten championships. Nobody's going to put him over Jordan because of ridiculous reasons. No, that would be but silly. I'm saying so at this point, like for him, he probably knows that he's a smart guy. Uh -huh. 
so yeah, go on vacation for your last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Go play where you want to play. In mm-hmm. a, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a city that you know I like the weather there. Yeah, or yeah. go to Houston where there's no income tax. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. stuff yeah. stuff like that. Go yeah, like you said, go play with your friends. Right. Just mm-hmm. have a good time because uh, it, it's all about what you want. Yeah, what do you, LeBron? What do you want? Do you want rings for the next five years, or you just want to have fun? Goof off for the next five years. Keep yeah. doing Sprite commercials, host the ESPYS, yeah. whatever that. I hear what you're saying. Warriors ain't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're I hear not. what yeah. you're saying. Durant, I just, I'm pretty sure Durant just took a pay cut. Yeah, he to did. help bring guys, and yeah. they've shown they can bring free agents in. Mm-hmm. Cleveland hasn't. Yeah. LeBron can. Yeah, LeBron yeah. can get a yeah. couple guys. Couple, but yeah. his free agents are Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, who mm-hmm. are good, but they're not Kevin Durant. His free agents are James Jones, <laughs> Birdman, role, play, role yeah. players who role come around the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. We're not gonna waste any more time on this. I hear what you're saying. I think just for the story and the legacy of LeBron, I don't think he leaves Cleveland. I think I've said it once before. Mm-hmm. My sinus, I, said, yeah. I don't think he leaves. Uh, one, he is trying to chase the ghost of of Chicago, so he said he that, that, and that's that's one. So titles yeah. mean. So he's not going to somebody who's not going to beat the Warriors, right? Or any other unknown two year later super team that pops up as well, right? And then I think there's just something to me personally to me about LeBron because right now he is the only person who's even remotely ever close in the next maybe a couple decades potentially yeah. they yeah. get close to the conversation, right? Of there's something about legacy where. I don't like to see Jordan in the Wizards uniform. I don't like those pictures. I don't look at those Google images. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think he wants to I don't think he really wants to. I know he would and he can for sure go somewhere else. But I just don't think he wants brand story legacy to leave his hometown twice. Mm. I and, and I hear play with yeah. the friends, but he's past playing with the friends to me, unless the friends are going to one help him come to a team and then you got potentially too yeah. much money. In 2012 or whatever year it was, that all perfectly aligned. They had yeah, talked they about lucky. that. That's you know what I'm saying? Lucky. So yeah. I'm just, I'm very intrigued on it because 2018 is going to be a big summer. You know what I'm That's saying? Uh, LeBron, I think Westbrook. Paul George. Uh, Paul George, Wall. Like it's... Yes. KD. 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 Yo. He only signed a Yo. 2018 yeah. summer? Yeah. It's going to be bananas. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. It's going to be fun. Thank goodness, that's gonna be big. Next topic. Let's, let's LeBron, please stop twerking, please. <laughs> yes. Please, man. And Put on your to, shorts. Come to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Just, why not? Why not? Just come to Atlanta. Man, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. We have to do what? We we'll had fun in middle school, man. I mean, they got time for fun. Come to Atlanta, have fun. Man, you're trying to be a goat. Win. Come to Atlanta. He'd be the greatest player in the second round history. exit. Seriously. All right. Uh, real quick. Next topic. Man, I always get to have to read these. Colin Kaepernick, back in the news. Um, so last night, uh, Michael Vick made some controversial comments. Uh, talking on Speak for Yourself, which is Colin Coward, Jason Whitlock's show. Uh, when asked about Kaepernick, Vic said, the first thing we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. I don't think he should represent himself in that way in terms of hairstyle. Just go clean cut. Why not? Uh, he also said, perception and image is everything. I love the guy to death, but I wanted, I wanted to succeed on and off the field, and this has to be a start for him. Uh, later today, he came out and said, uh, you know, he didn't think it, it what he did, what he said, he didn't mean in malice and, uh, he looking forward to seeing him on the field again, <laughs> to, to be fair to Vic backtracking a little bit. So yeah, we'll just, we'll jump into it. What do y'all think of, of Vic's comments on why Kaepernick doesn't have a job right now? 
Um, so let me preface all of this by saying that I love Michael Vick. Like, He's Michael like, Vick, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Is this what it feels like for y'all? That what it feels like. like. I don't hate. Like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use your your words. Yeah. I don't hate. Michael Vick. No, I, I, I love Michael Vick. Seriously, first football jersey I ever bought was, okay. was a Vick jersey. Hey, um, love him to death. I felt like the way he was villainized post the dog fighting was a little, a little harsh. Like mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. I think it was a terrible abomin- uh, like abomination for him to be doing what he was doing. But I think it was kind of a cultural thing. Like you just kind of got caught up in it. Um, all that to say, uh, what he said regarding Colin Kaepernick was probably the stupidest thing that I've heard all year. Um, And legitimately, because I felt like he almost just wanted to say what he felt people wanted him to say, because he's trying to be a quarterback's coach and all that kind of stuff. So I think he's trying to play to that. But um, for him to suggest one, that Colin needed to change his appearance in the first place, like what you don't do that. Like, People have their hair the way that they want, and you should allow that. There's no problem with it. Two was the fact that there was a need for him to re, kind of, to change his appearance or change his image, like he had did something wrong. I just that blew my mind um, because all Colin did was kind of take a knee and said, "Stop killing black people," and <laughs> and, and that rubbed people the wrong way. I, I'm sure it's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but I just thought it was. Irresponsible. I thought it was short-sighted. I thought it just wasn't fair for for Michael Vick to say that because his hair had nothing to do with that. If he would have just said, you know what, Colin didn't play as well as he could, and you know maybe that has part of the reason why he's not with the team right now, I could understand that. Okay, you got it, good enough. But for him to try to bring his character in it, you know, as if he was a convict or something like that, that just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> What's what's bad for two things. One, I feel like Van Vic lost uh, a good number of people. Like, because people are there are a lot of people who are pro Colin Kaepernick, yeah. and I think the number one reason why uh, is that he has shown that his image is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He has shown yeah. that his character is amazing. Mm-hmm. His his benevolent heart is astounding. Like I can't even think of all the things, but a few things that comes off to mind is the giving of. Shooks, uh, probably over a million dollars in a variety yeah. of ways yeah. of giving out old suits to people trying to get jobs, of going you know across the sea to help out the less fortunate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This man yeah. is not talk; he is action. Yes. And so, if you're talking about rebranding or creating a new image, I'm like, brother, whose image is better than that? <laughs> and I'm not talking yeah. about just color; I'm talking yeah. black, white, whatever. Like, True. I can't think of knowingly and let me say that because was there stuff that a, a lot of things that are good that are happening unknown so let's be very clear on that right. but knowingly i can't think of many more black white asian hispanic whatever nfl athletes who are knowingly doing more than colin kaepernick who especially has also said as much yeah, as colin story. kaepernick so i don't I, I had no idea why I, I definitely agree that there was a lot of angst and and vicks heart where he was trying to say the right thing yeah. but it was completely wrong so whoever gave him a thumbs up when he got backstage set him all the way offside like cause that's one yeah. you know also on top of that like I'm gonna bring a big dog past dog fighting 
and taking a knee for an anthem, <laughs> those are two different things. Yes. I'm going to not stand for a song and, you know, there's blood in your backyard. Like, those are just two different, those are two yeah. different situations. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm definitely, I was I was a big Vic fan, you know, when I lived in Louisiana, when I lived in Texas. I mean, he was, he was a thoroughly exciting player. Mm. But now, uh, this was a really unfortunate, you know, it was also dividing just amongst black people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just amongst black people, it was like, whoa, wait, what? That, no, that's, I thought we were done with that. Right. Amongst ourselves, right. hair? Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about stats. Sure, we'll talk about that. Let's talk about leadership, whatever. But don't bring up an afro. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, unfortunately for Vic, he was just kind of regurgitating the advice that he was given. Because it is true, he had to repair his he image. had to repair him, and him. yes, yes. thoroughly, yes. because he committed crimes, <laughs> facts, felony, and, and so the the not ha- the lack of perspective of the difference in these situations. Mm. That's that's what astounded me. Yeah, was like yes, that's probably advice that you were given because if you are a criminal for uh, stomach turning crime, you probably need a top to bottom. Rebranding. Just go ahead and wipe mm-hmm. that out, brother. Yeah. Everything. Just reboot. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disc to frag. Uh, scan. Control. <laughs> That's it. That's, yeah. That's it. Right. And so, so I, I understand Vic getting that advice, and then maybe I mean because it worked for him. Sure. For the most mm-hmm. part, and thinking, oh, this is an easy fix. Right. That's best case scenario. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, it's just. It's it's not the same, and I, I've been very. I don't want people to think I'm backtracking because I I still don't like what. Yeah, Kaepernick you know. did sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. but you know what for that reason yeah peaceful protest that worked mm-hmm. it got the conversation started whether people wanted to talk about it or not mm. I'll tell you I probably never talked to my dad mm. about that situation mm-hmm. Kaepernick got us talking sure. mm-hmm. so whatever he did mm-hmm. worked and then backing it up with the suits with the, the local schools mm-hmm. giving to those football teams giving to those students and, and you just go man Mark Sanchez has a job. EJ Manuel. Yeah. And, and Mark. Oh my. And what brought this Richard up. Richard Ponder. <laughs> bro, bro, yes. They have jobs. That, and what brought yeah. Kaepernick back in the news uh-huh. was that uh, somebody reported that two teams had contacted Johnny Manziel. And you're going, man, if you want to talk about a red flag, a circus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Branding. A, a branding. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He just, need a ball. He need to shave everything. He, what Manzel? Who, right. what, who is talking to Manzel right now? If you want to apply that to Manzel, like Jerry throw Jones. all your hair gel out. Manzel has never led his team to Super Bowls yeah, or yes. three NFC championships back to back to back. Correct. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about pop. Listen, guys. I'll throw my flag Man. on this one. We Listen, got, we've we got, got 18 time. flags. We're doing it, but we're free. Right. No, Dan. No, no David. No Dan. It's crazy. It's really, it's, it's unfortunate because it also led to me kind of reflecting on Vic's, Vic's legacy as well. Because mm. I'm like, all right, all right let, me, let me think back to Vic. Because in the conversation, Vic, you know, who was a dual threat, he kind of ranks, people ranking themselves these days, which, you know, that's yeah. never been my thing to rank myself. But like people, he so he ranks himself as the number one ever dual threat quarterback. Number two, his list was Steve Young. Three was Randall Cunningham. Four, Doug Flutie. Five, Aaron Rodgers. Nate, can you real quick just recap for the people who know and love and who who don't really know Vic in his prime, primarily with the um with the uh, Falcons. Falcons. Mm-hmm. Just kind of give us give the, us those stats yeah, with the Eagles uh, as well. So two thousand four. Uh, that was probably Vic's best year. That was that was right. So. You know, that the was beating beat Green Bay yeah. in Green Bay. So two thousand four to two thousand what? Two thousand well, two thousand four was his 
that was his okay. Peak. You give me his best year. Sure. His best year. Fifty six percent completion percentage. 2,313 2, yards, 14 touchdowns. Uh, also, 102 rushes for 902 yards. Mm-hmm. So almost 1,000 mm-hmm. rushing yards, 1,000 passing yards. 2,000 passing yards. Yeah. 15, touch, uh, 15 touchdowns in the air. That's really good. Well, go to, give me, give me, give me, uh, give me, go to Steve Young. Give me one of his best years here because I, I think it's really good. And then I think it's not really good. I agree. I, I think it's not yeah. really good. I think it's. I, I think, think it's, it's good. Above average. I, yeah, yeah, it's I above mean, average. Yeah, it's but solid. then because now we're just because now we're just talking about Vic. He put himself in his rankings, so we got to talk about <laughs> rankings. That's one of the things we like to do here. When you say number one again, so a couple things come to my mind when I saw this. I was like, we talking eye test and excitement, or we talking overall top to bottom. I, I I think careers. I think prime. Right. So let's say you play fourteen years, and your prime was eight of those fourteen. I'm looking at those eight, mm-hmm. and I'm going to compare your eight to somebody else's prime eight. And if your eight don't top that eight, or if your best two ever don't top their best two ever, I'm not giving you that ever title. What you got for sure. Young? All right, first thing that pops up with Young is 1994. 94. Um, I'm not sure which years they won the Super Bowl off the top of my head. I think uh, that was one of them. I think one I think of them, because the, I know the Cowboys didn't win that year, and they came back in 95. Okay, mm-hmm. 94, 70% completion percentage, mm. uh, 3,969 throwing yards, mm. 35 touchdowns, mm. uh, rushing in 1994, 58 rushes for 293 yards. So, so okay. significantly less rushing yards. Yeah. Go ahead. If he's trying to go by... he. I could say he's probably the best running, just running. Not, not, not even a question. Yeah, That's not it, even a question. Just running. The best sure. running cornerback forever. Mike, Michael Fact. Vick is, is four the best. 4'2". 4'2", incredible agility. The highlights yeah. are, are hilarious. So, I mean, he was just energizing. Everyone loved to watch him play. Yep. But as a passer and as a leader, you know, you're, you're the most important guy on the team. And 2,500 Passing yards I mean that's okay 15 passing yards I, It's not that great I feel like we almost Had too much nostalgia Right 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 We're trying to be down. objective Because he only had 57% yeah. As well of that Percentage Correct And Steve Young Won multiple Super Bowls Yeah yeah like, And I think and his That's teams what were really better matters at the, As yeah, well True True you know Teams saying? were better Teams uh-huh. were better But What you got You got one more I got one more for Vic uh-huh. I'll just throw this out there 2010 with Philadelphia 2010 62% Throwing completion percentage Uh huh 3,018 yards passing. More passing. Okay. Rushing, uh, 100 attempts, 676 yards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's about as good dual threat. Give me give yeah. me go to as, Donovan McNabb. I feel like ooh, Donovan McNabb yeah. and Dante Culpepper, we talked about it before the show, yeah. are not on that list. I can't speak for Doug Flutie. I ain't really watched Doug Flutie playing yeah. his prime, <laughs> so I'm not even going to put him his, on my list. His or Canadian it. stats <laughs> are as good as anybody else. Yeah. But I also know that in or, that prime, Culpepper and McNabb yeah, I mean, like, were fantastic. Randall Cunningham, maybe, Juan Fanta- Moon. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like yeah. Steve Mc- McNair, like, those, there, were, there have been several yeah. dual-threat quarterbacks. And again, nostalgia and just that 4.2 I mean, and some of the highlight reels that Vic provided yeah. – can can be a little cloudy. I would put Cam Newton above Michael Vick in dual threat quarterbacks. Mm. Right I now? Mean, period. He won an MVP. Michael mm. Vick never won an MVP. I mean, went to the Super Bowl. Come on, Chris. Yeah, Come on, Chris. Bowl. You in Atlanta, brother. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it, I'm just saying objectively. Like, objectively. If, if I looked at, I loved Michael Vick way more than I would ever love Cam Newton. Sure, Cam sure. Newton whooped my behind. <laughs> but when it comes to just objectively, like, what kind of, what kind, what kind of impact do these complete guys player. bring? Com- complete player. When you say dual threat, that, that includes the passing as well. In the pocket yes. passing, yes. on the roll passing. Correct. And I felt like Cam Newton, I think he had close to 4,000 passes. Close 4,000 yards at MVP. Yeah, so, you know I what I'm saying? That was, that's significant. Very so, significant. Yeah. Yeah, I would be intrigued on as well. So, I don't know. We ain't got to get into the stats now. We got like 18 flags on this whole episode. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued on that. I, I, I don't know, again, stat-wise, who I'm not putting Vic number one. I would be intrigued. Can you give us McNabb? Did you pull up McNabb real quick? I can give you 2004 real quick. I believe that was the Super Bowl was year. Was that Super Bowl year when I'm you not, won with T.O.? Yes. Give us that real quick, that real is. quick there. Um, what you got? Sixty-four percent completion percentage, uh-huh. three thousand eight hundred seventy-five yards, mm-hmm. rushing. Uh, forty-one attempts, two hundred and twenty yards. So he was already kind of beginning to yeah. decline on him because yeah, when he, he came running. out from Syracuse, he was like, you know, run heavy. Yeah, yeah. two thousand. He ran eighty-six times for six hundred twenty-nine yards. See, mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Is that, the, is that yeah. the highest year? That's that's his highest rushing year. Highest year. Yeah. 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 See, I would. Oh, that's a good conversation. Dual threat is key because when you say dual threat, how much am I scared of your run? But how much am I really scared right. if you only hand you know I'm saying fifty five percent of your passes, Correct. and that's your best year? Yeah, bro, your best year is fifty five percent. Come on, man, as the quarterback. <laughs> it's not good enough, guys. We gotta be objective on this podcast. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Is she? Is she the? <laughs> Cause you're 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 from Atlanta. Are you from Atlanta, Chris? You're from Grange. Okay, Grange. okay. So, uh, but the Falcons were still your squad, yeah, right? Yeah. Squad. Is he yeah. is Vic the best dual threat quarterback? Be objective. Be to be objective. <laughs> I believe the best dual threat quarterback. I believe he's number one. Sure. Um, because I never saw any quarterback run, and it, all right, if we're going talent wise, yes. Even throwing, mm. Vic admitted he didn't read defenses till like 2011. Like I was out of college by the time Vic was like reading defenses. <laughs> sure, sure. But he could—I mean, he could flick the ball. Like he could—he still had an incredible arm. Sure. He could still mm. move in the yeah. pocket. So, so for me, yes, his mm-hmm. list is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like Doug Flutie, I'm pretty sure he only threw the ball one time, and that was an <laughs> overtime to his brother. Hey. That's the only Doug Flutie highlight I have ever seen. I would—I'd put yeah. McNabb up there instead of Flutie. <laughs> But it does go back to what's your de- definition of dual threat? Because Ben Roethlisberger is not fast, mm-hmm. but he is very tough. Oh, that's an accurate to point. Bring down point. in the pocket. There's something about just stepping one or two times yeah. as a quarterback. You like boom, you're boom, working that pocket, man. and just yeah. and just getting out of there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting piece. That's kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, one of the great things that Rogers does as well. That elusiveness. Oh, he's amazing. That elusiveness. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He, he extends plays better Extending than standing of plays. Pretty much anybody in the league. Good right question. Now. Good thought. Let yeah. us know what you guys think, man. We want to hear a lot of feedback from you guys as well. Let's keep it moving. Standing in the NFL. Uh, staying with a little dog theme. Uh, Cowboys. Dan Duncan. <laughs> shout out to you. Cowboys receiver Lucky Whitehead uh, says his dog was stolen. I believe just today when the podcast started, I think it was found and returned. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't for a while, for about 48 hours. Uh, Lucky went to Whitehead. Uh, he went to Lucky Whitehead, went to Instagram on Sunday <laughs> saying, Yo, Blitz, my dog's been kidnapped. Sweet little dog got a Superman cape on, wasting the money. And he's like, Yo, somebody took my dog from my best friend's house. And they've been calling me multiple times, you know what I'm saying, saying, yo, this dog is up for ransom. Um, I really had to breathe when I read this story because I know people just, love 
the pets. Just to remind people, what is your stance? I don't believe in pets. pets. <laughs> I don't believe in pets. Uh, I think we should shut the whole thing down. You know, and that's, that's animals as a whole. And it's not a, a cruelty piece. Shut the whole, just shut, shut it down. The circus, zoo, aquarium, shut them all down. Let them bad boys be, be free. That's how I feel. I feel like we could do more with that money than feed. I had a friend, a good friend, <laughs> uh, one of our friends of the show, just took her cat. She missed work Monday. She took her cat to have like surgery. I was like, all right. See, this is another example. Mm. It's another example. But that's just my soul, and I got to sleep with that. I got to sleep with that. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know any animal on a safari who got almost ate and then survived and getting surgery in a safari. No no wildebeest is doing it. They just suck it up and move <laughs> through, and that's why they're better than us as people. Moving on, um, Lucky, Whitehead. I think he's only getting like six hundred grand on his on his third year of his contract. Somebody was, I think it was a Dallas rapper who was trying to get, who was had this dog for ransom. Bugatti Casino. <laughs> is that what it is? That's his name, Bugatti <laughs> Casino. <laughs> do do we know how much the ransom was for? I don't think it was that. I think it was I, twenty grand. No, twenty yes. grand, bro. Yes. So one of me intrigued on how much he got this pit bull for, right? Because pit bulls kind of can range, purebred, yada yada, True. color, right? Twenty grand for that pit bull. So I'm intrigued. You know, how, did you read the part how he got the pit bull back? Because I didn't see that part. I, I'm distrusting Nate on that one because I didn't see that. How did so he, they take the pit bull right? Yeah. He say yo, Bugatti Casino. Dallas driver. And like yo, give me this dog. Like yo, give me money for this dog. Twenty grand for this dog. And either a they paid it or b somehow they got it. Which I'm like, who's doing secret ops for this pit bull blitz? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Eighteen. It's crazy. That's are you paying? You got a dog. Are you no, you no, a pet lover, animal no, lover? No. No. Did you grow up with pets? No. Okay. We know I had, Well, I had a fish named, <laughs> named Popeye, and he died in two days. So that, oh, Forty-eight hours. Yeah, that's just a Forty-eight mic. hours. Didn't even make it a weekend. Yeah. Nate, bad. you've had three dogs, right? Uh, yeah, we yeah we've had we've had multiple. We've always had a dog in the house. Who's your favorite dog? I mean, Annie, come on, Annie. Annie. Annie was the best dog. Annie, right? She's this black lab. She black showed lab. up to our house. Ah. Did all of her commands. Loved her, right? Had eight puppies. Eight puppies. Eight wow. puppies okay. after we found her. In the prime of Annie's life, what's the highest you're paying ransom for that dog, for Annie? For Annie. In the prime, somebody's like, yo, I got your dog, bro. Like a coupon book. <laughs> like a couple trips to Popeye's. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'll vacuum your house. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Look, I, I do. I love dogs. You do. I love animals. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending money. There's there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's maybe like a somber that's a somber way to say it. Uh, I loved Annie, and she she went a long time. But mm-hmm. I know that like and this is something that my dad always said like I put money in a dog mm-hmm. when it's done. It's done. <laughs> they said they're doing like it's a washing machine. That was when it's done. When her eye closed, it's a wrap. Look, yeah. that shut was, that bad boy down. That was his mentality. Belt goes out in the washer. You know, it's whatever yeah. the dog version of a belt going out. Wow. And the dryer is. You just go. All right. Listen, all I'm saying is, if your dog got gout, your dog just gonna have gout. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Nobody's Ain't no getting- surgery. Put a dog through pre <laughs> Alright so I'll, I'll just I'll share this I, I don't think People I work for Listen <laughs> <laughs> They they have a great dame They have a great dame Sweet dog it's Big dog Just big old puppy Great dame It's a lap dog It's mm. a great dame uh, It's a very good dog Sure It's mm. a very good dog Sure uh, Has had knee surgery Ooh. 
ACL reconstruction. <laughs> it was whatever the dog equivalent to the ACL is. <laughs> Did dogs have ACL? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna say dogs have ACL. I don't have any vets or listeners. Toys rotator cuff. Yeah. yeah, he's out six to eight weeks. Yeah. on the DL. <laughs> Had that. All right. So now the dog's getting old. Yeah. Dog's like 11 years old. Sure. Pretty old for a Great Dane. Yeah. Those things are tall. Those knees aren't great. Yeah. Mm. He has started doing this thing, and it happened right before our house sat for him. Uh, where the dog becomes aroused, oh, and then starts humping the air. Whoa, a great Dane! A great Dane! Wow! <laughs> but the sad thing is, the dog has knee problems. Oh no! So the dog is in pain. Oh no! The dog is mm. not liking what's happening, mm. and so he can't stop it. Though he can't, he can't stop. Wow. And so the owner goes, "Oh, he has an episode about this. You know, like every month or so. Uh, let me show you what to do." Mm. And I just went, "No, <laughs> <laughs> show you what yeah, to do. Dude, no. what, what, what does that do? <laughs> we are gonna pray that that happens at night. <laughs> ain't no step in. Yeah. Ain't no. No, I was yeah, just you, like, you no. You just man. gotta relieve him, mate. You do. <laughs> That's, that's the answer. So you just get two flicks on the nose, and that should do him good. He want a smoke break, a Gatorade, and he'll sit down for a little bit. Yeah, if you could just turn on like Nat Geo for him, bro. When you said this is this is the crazy thing, yo, I had to stop. I got censorship. People say, "Damn, no censorship." I censor myself. So when you said, "Yo, he wants to do," he's aroused he's mentally, aroused. but he can't physically do it. In my head, I said mental and physical, and I was about to sing, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bubble uh, grind. And then I did it uh, because uh, I know he's a monster! Maria! <laughs> R. Kelly's a monster! Shut that down! Shut it down! Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, this isn't a music podcast, yeah, but I held my censorship in, and I want people to know that I am censored. Somebody texted me, was like, "Man, you don't really need to censor yourself." No, I'm censored, brother. Trust me. This is a filtered conversation. I'm glad you censored that because that, that was not. I do not support no. this. It, it's no. probably right down the street where this is all happening. He probably heard it by the zoo. Oh my goodness! He's probably in that closet <laughs> right now, just um, waiting. Yeah. God dog it well, with a midget and two <laughs> two pails, <laughs> some nuts, <laughs> a circus hat on, and a do rag and a long arm sleeve. <laughs> well, I'm not sleeping tonight. Got <laughs> a throwback. Bring it back, bro. With a Dollar General chain, bro. It's a Jordan's. <laughs> What is he wearing at the time? Bro. With a chinchilla over and, a, yeah. and an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, hey. bro? Sit down, hey, yo. We should have knew it was. We should have knew there was something wrong. With oh, Aaliyah came out with age, ain't nothing but a number. Ain't nothing but a number. Bro. And he was just lurking in the just back. Just in the he back, just like he just you, lurking. That's what you better say. Man, hey. What was it, 16, 25? She was 16, and he was like 28, something like Who that. Who the boo? R. Kelly. Man, R. Boo. Kelly. Boo, R. Kelly. <laughs> boo, R. Kelly. Wow. You ain't booing R. Kelly? No, I'm, I'm I booing hear no R. Boo. Kelly. I ain't hear no boo. Boo. Well, all right. <laughs> but let's separate me from the music. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying Space Jam is still one of the best soundtracks Man. of all time. Boo all of it. You're Gotta go. Down, you're still out of downloading R. Gotta go. Music, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> you soundtrack? Space Jam I don't want to hear I Believe I Can Fly no more. I don't want to hear that song he was on with Kurt Franklin no more. Get it out of here. Beat all of it, brother. Yeah, Kurt yeah. Franklin got together? That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Kurt, listen. Oh. Kurt don't play around, babe. People talk about the Craig, but Kurt Frank was out there getting it in with everybody yeah, in this street. Bon, Bono, everybody. Mary J. That was a hit. What was that True song? Story. Lean True on story. me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tell man, me how I'm gonna... <laughs> Get out of here! 
has Dan to put an R. Kelly song <laughs> yeah, at the start. I see you. Get out of here, raspy voice. All right, tangents. Uh, we got them. Moving on. Woo. Next topic. Mm. Talk about Craigslist. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, fun things that are on Craigslist. Fact. Uh, a Joel Embiid life-sized balloon animal <laughs> is on Craigslist. Here's the thing. This artist uh, does not want money. Uh, he wants to trade it. Mm. He wants to trade this terrifying looking balloon. We're going to put a picture up. Are we really going to do it though? Do we ever put pictures up? Damon says that like Damon four says times it a lot. show. And I've never I, I, I'm saying that. that. Damon always volunteers other people. Oh, we're, we're gonna post this video. Yeah, we're gonna. Y'all will see it. Y'all, y'all we're posting that. This is. Oh, guys. Uh, That's David's responsibility. He don't be stepping up to the plate, man. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's, I'm no, I completely understand. No, I, I've had a lifetime of people volunteering me for stuff. <laughs> Wake up on Saturday morning at 8, and your mom's like, hey, you t- uh, I told the Johnsons you'd help them move today. So, oh, excuse wow. me? Wow. The worst thing in the world to do? Yes. No, but they're gonna get you pizza, so. Mo- what? Get a, you get a slice of pizza. Right? <laughs> no, that, no, 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 brother. No, that is something that as I grew up, I said, you know what? <laughs> we have to be really good friends. No, <laughs> nah, you got to fight your mom after that. After that, bro. Forget the negotiation <laughs> she did back in the day. Pizza no. is no. your payment? Insufficient. I want your oh, oldest man. daughter's hand. That's what I want, brother. You want, <laughs> I want Abigail as my <laughs> betrothed. <laughs> you laden? <laughs> gotta work seven years. You gotta help me move seven years. <laughs> get my oldest daughter. <laughs> bro, if I move a couch down a flight of stairs, bro. Man. I want a bride to be. That's all I'm saying. That's our custom. That's our custom. <laughs> wow, man. If it's a sleeper sofa. Bro, I get my pick of the dog. <laughs> All right, if I'm just helping, we'll go firstborn. If it's a sleeper yeah. sofa, Sleep, bro. and Sleep the second sofa. one's more attractive, man, I'm man. skipping. I'm, there you go. All right, I'm joking. Let me get that ginger over there. <laughs> Guys, we're joking. Carry on. We can't. We can't transition like that from R. Kelly. God damn it, get it, Maria. We are over two. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we dogs without horses. Come on, man. Here's more. So here's more red flags. The guy said, uh, "I can make balloon sculptures out of anything." Mm. Uh, At one point, he said, "I left a five foot T Rex in an unlocked car." (laughs) What? That was like I don't. But yeah, he life 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 size balloon sculptures take all day to make and can run into thousands of dollars. Bro, what would you trade? For a six foot eleven bloom sculpture of Joel and B. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade a box of stickers. I wouldn't trade anything. <laughs> nothing. I don't. I don't like balloons. I don't like balloons. I don't like them at all because balloons pop and sometimes I clean them up. People pop them when they're not supposed to pop them. It's a whole ordeal. It'll wake up a baby. This is personal experience. I don't mm. like balloons. That's a lot of balloons to be six foot eleven, real life size yeah. balloon. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, a lot of that's balloons. A lot. That's problem number one. Problem number two is, like, it's not, it don't, it don't do me no good. Like, it don't, what am I supposed to, is it supposed to be a scarecrow in a field? I don't know what it's supposed to do for me. That's not, I, I think it's a waste of, I don't know why he did that. What's he trading for? Lumber? For Yeah, lumber and <laughs> lumber. tools or and something. And some tools. Like yeah. Who's giving up lumber and tools for balloons? No one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this, this, the thing is, this statue 
As much as he said I can make any This looks terrible It's awful <laughs> Can we all say that It looks bad bro It looks terrible It looks bad You remember the graphics For like NFL Blitz uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no hands Just uh-huh. Just show Like the torso Is just square But I, I think What's interesting More so than this piece Is I don't know what year it was But I remember The Craigslist boom I don't know where you were that day, mm. but I remember that that when it, Craigslist was in its peak, yeah, it was popping. when it was yeah. popping and people were like excited to sell things. Because what happened, uh, from my perspective, was eBay popped up in high school for me. <clears throat> eBay popped up and I'm it was on top you. of the world. <laughs> I'm 30. Oh, okay, that makes it, sense. Yeah. I, I was in elementary school when eBay started. What? Yeah, yeah. How old are you, Chris? 26. Wait, this isn't right. We're not doing math right here. Because I, I just turned 26. E- so. Maybe I only knew about it. Let me backtrack. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, okay. Maybe so late. maybe. Yeah, yeah. But when eBay came big for me, it was like, yo, eBay, because of commercials, right? Pub, uh, right? Yeah, so like, boom, there, right? That's true. That I got my N64 on eBay, right? And then comes, uh, I feel like Craigslist was right here. And it's like, yo, hey, you could just get this down the street from old dude, right? I sold two things online. Yeah. I, don't know if, I mean, on Craigslist. I don't know if you ever, have you ever sold something on Craigslist? Uh, a cell phone Okay so, Have you sold yeah. something On Craigslist Nope I sold something Went to a, a Family Dollar Parking lot Sold it No problems mm-hmm. All good Right It was on top Now Amazon runs the world Amazon's all over the place Right Long yeah. story short Craigslist now to me Is a lot of nonsense Mostly nonsense <laughs> Two good yeah. jobs In a car Like I feel like that's that's the only thing. Like I saw somebody try to sell a sandwich on Craigslist once. <laughs> they were like, "Yo, I need I need five dollars, bro." This dude wanted a bus pass or five dollars for this sandwich. Sir, I'm not paying you. Five, I'm not. I'm not paying you five dollars or buying you a bus pass for your homemade unseen sandwich. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, What's the craziest crazy. thing you ever seen on Craigslist Whew. for this podcast? For this part, <laughs> we're on a roll right now. That's this the thing. Is... I've, I've only looked up two things. What'd on you look Craigslist. for? What'd you look up? Uh, pets, pets, mm. pets. Mm. Okay. okay. And then I briefly searched places to live. No, tough times. Tough times. And you just go. You know, maybe, maybe somebody's like, "Hey, I got a basement apartment. That's what you hope sure. for." Sure. Well, okay. It's it's a lot of need trustworthy roommate with five other guys. And he's <laughs> like, "I don't think that's, don't think that's gonna work." Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, we have a sleeper sofa and a, sleeper and a coverall. We have a back porch with one of those awnings. Yeah. I, I think the weirdest thing I've seen on Craigslist is is like searching for relationships. Oh, like, have y'all noticed that tab bro. where it's like girl seeking guys? Oh, and boy. Seeking, I'm pretty sure R. Kelly's okay. on Craigslist, <laughs> like putting out ads and stuff. I don't. Man. I understand that. You've never been in traffic and you're like, man. Ugh. <laughs> 2008 VW Beetle. <laughs> you were exiting Georgia Tech. You were. <laughs> I was on the left. I honked. I honked, and you didn't. I had my window down and my Ford Focus plan. I believe I could fly. You were listening to Room Five. It was no, magic. I'm not listening to Room Five. I'm drawing the line at Room Five. We didn't get eat. We don't have time to talk about. Uh, we did. We didn't talk about it. It's all good. We talked about it a lot. Let's keep yeah, it moving. Um, number eight. We're here, guys. You know what it is. Your grandma's favorite topic. Nate hates back this week. Fresh. Nate, what we hanging on this week? Yes. SI released uh, their top fifty best dressed athletes, which is already just a very stupid list because they're rich. So it's very easy to be well dressed. Uh, when you're rich, that's just that's 90% of GQ articles that are giving advice is like just be thinner and richer, and that's it. So, what kills me though is that Russell Westbrook is number two, 
Russell, one of the tackiest dressers I have ever seen. People consider fashionable. And this bugs me that just rich people are considered fashionable no matter what. In the picture, in the picture, he's wearing white pants, clogs. I think they're clogs. They're like slip-on sketchers. And then just a cheetah jacket. Just a cheetah print jacket. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, how that's so stylish. Man, he's on the edge. You're not. Men's style is so simple. I don't know why you complicate it with like ripped jeans and terrible shirts and whatever. He, I just, I don't understand how you consider anybody in the NBA stylish. I don't, I don't understand that at all. It's tacky. It's so tacky. Cam Newton is tacky. All these really rich athletes, just because it's what they wear, doesn't make it. You know what is always in style is a two-button navy suit. That's always in style. It is so simple. Just don't clash. Just look fine and don't. And I know I'm not a style expert. I know that. I like to be comfortable. That's that's part. That's very much part of it. I understand that. But if you were like Nathan, show up to this place stylish. I'm going to be fine. You're not going to have to worry about me showing up in a camo jacket and cheetah print pants and like a ripped shirt. And everybody's like, oh, man, Nathan's Nathan's on it. If I wore half of what Russell Westbrook wore, people would think I was having a mental breakdown. People would worry about me. They would try. They would call me. And it would be like if, if I wore what Russell Westbrook wears on like a, an average day, that's you putting out like on Facebook, like, hey, pray for me. You know, those vague, like, I really need you to talk to me right now. That's me putting out to the world. I've had a mental breakdown. I'm wearing foreign animal skins that I didn't kill. So what do you right now? You go on and say, "Hey, we're gonna go out to this banquet. We finna we finna do a little gala, right?" Okay. What you what you running out there with? Is right it, now is it black right now is it black tie in your closet right now in my closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Right. In, my, in my closet <laughs> right, right now right now Chris has invited us to a nice gala with some good people all right yes. what you pulling out I'm, I'm gonna people have with a lot of money too I'm gonna have to stretch a little bit okay okay I'm gonna okay. have to embellish I do I have uh, about three or four pairs of chinos okay that I can iron okay uh, and then I'm probably going what with- are chinos. It's it's a it's slacks, with, oh, but it's okay, a, it's okay. a lighter, it's it's a lighter. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> I have about four pairs of of chinos. All khaki uh, color? No, okay. No, I, I have light gray, okay. dark gray, khaki, okay. and then I have a jean. And a jean, oh, okay. a jean. Okay, got a basic, got a good foundation. So yeah, good foundation. That's not gonna that's not gonna be crazy. Sure, I'm not showing up in orange pants. Sure, I'm not John Daly. Okay, what shoes you rocking? That's key. I, I do. I, I recently spent a little bit of money okay. on a pair of nice Nike shoes. They're they're brown. They look kind of leatherish. No, it's Chris shaking his I head. Just, I, I got, got Nikes to a, a gala. Look, I don't have a tuxedo. When I think when I think when I think gala, I think like yeah, tuxedo like James Bond and Batman are there. So you don't have any dress shoes at the moment. Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't. Because okay. okay. I'm transitioning out of my boat shoes. Phase. Okay, we talked okay. about okay. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your what's your top? What you what you wearing on, on your body? How how fun do I feel? I like to dress by mood. It's a gala. We got so, money in the building. I, I will say this: I'm much more of a put your patterns on your shirt, not your tie. Mm-hmm. I have about ten ties. They're all solid. All solid ties. All solid ties. And then my shirt, my shirt. I'm very much like you know what? I'll go with stripes. I, I mostly have stripes. I don't have too much. 
And then, uh, you know, if it's a little chilly out. What kind of stripes, though? That's very important. Uh, uh, all all, vertic- okay, like all vertical like stripes that. on my button downs. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. who can pull off a horizontal button down. <laughs> that sounds like Corella DeVille. Uh, yeah. And then uh, depending on if I need to go jacket, mm-hmm. maybe it's a little bit more casual. Maybe it's cold. Maybe I throw on a cardigan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, maybe I throw on okay. a little cardigan. You know what you sound like? Roll up the sleeves a little bit. Leave the bottom unbuttoned. You sound like a, a 26-year-old Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you sound like... You sound <laughs> like... <laughs> boy, got cheetahs. So comfortable sneakers. With Air Max on. <laughs> I think you just wish you could. I think you wish you could pull off some cheetah pants, man. Is that what it is? No, I don't want to pull off. If you were on stage killing 45 minutes and you had on this fly pair of pants that was wild and outlandish and you're destroying, those pants are going to make you seem and feel more confident. A thousand percent. That's a callback to the last episode. It's all about confidence. Confidence. It's not not fair to compare it to people on stage. He can't dress. He just got confidence. Confidence. You don't have good friends. I feel like confidence. I'll say this. I feel like confidence is really important with fashion yeah. dancing yes uh hairstyle like aesthetic stuff right mm-hmm. if you're confident nobody can tell you anything right because same thing with you if you come in there if he comes into this gala <laughs> with your good people <laughs> and he has on a cardigan <laughs> and some nike brown suede <laughs> kicks but if he's confident Ain't nobody telling Nathan it was nothing. But if you hey, come man. in like, hey guys, this is all I have. You know, I'm a manny. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna get you out of there like sharks, man. You gotta be confident, baby. That's what we say. Yes. Be confident. I'm with That's you. The key. I'm not that flashy either. Like I'm a very, very chill dress dude. But like when I feel like I got a good outfit on, that confidence, a fresh cut, nice True edge. Story. Yeah. Hey. That's- <laughs> man. Within those 72 hours of getting a fresh cut, you can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. I can walk out just in in anything. I can walk out in an old shirt. It's a basketball shirt with a fresh edge. Man. Can't tell me nothing. Put a little dab on the neck. Tell him. (laughs) Tell him. After you've gone to the same barber that you go to every time. (laughs) How do you feel after super cuts? Don't you go to Supercuts? That wasn't a joke. I thought you go to Supercuts. Coupon, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, I'm not making up stuff. I, I know. No, no. It's, it's the exact opposite. I go, you know, I'm going to give this about a week to grow back out. Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. You got to go somewhere new, man. Wow. I Supercuts is 14 bucks. <sighs> we, need to, we need to take Nate. Like, y'all need to take Nate to a We need to, to take him to a black oh, Yeah, that's what I barber. need. Barber. Fresh take. Oh, take. Out here looking like Jason Williams. Oh, fool, boy. Boy, look like Jesse Williams in his bad boy, son. Yes, Ooh, like put you Paul. on some like hazel contacts, boy. <laughs> <laughs> some ripped jean shorts, yeah. a scoop tee. <laughs> Ooh, the big ball of brand shoes <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell Nate nothing. 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 I hate Jeeps. I hate sushi. Say something. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Nate. We're going to do that, man. What that idea? Black Barber, guys, you heard it here first. We're going to get a chance to do that before before this year's up. Got to. Before this year's up, man. Got to. We'll think of something we could do for David to make that equivalent. All right. You heard it here first. There's not too many equipment. <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrifying to me. It like would that's, be great. It would be great. I'm it sure be, it would it be, be great, great for everybody we but make, me. No. We will, and what we'll do, we'll make sure, because I can, I can imagine how the, the just 
everything uh, would, would be a little uncomfortable is not go during the prime. I'm not going to take you yeah, on nah, no Saturday, you know what I'm saying, noon. Yeah, that would be Yeah, we're going to get you in there. God, we got you, big dog. Yeah, it would be like 6.30 a.m. or something <laughs> like that. Like, before yeah. everybody start getting oh, we we'll get an appointment. Yep. Okay. All that stuff. Oh, that good stuff. Okay, yeah. We got tired, you, Barbara. That sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> Next topic. We're going to talk a little bit of running. Why not? Uh, Why do you call it running though? Like it's not it's called just, track. It's running, but this is a running part of track. Like, like on track and field. We're gonna talk shooting a ball. This guy's not doing that hammer throw. Running. He's a runner. Running. He's Carry on, sir. He's running. Scooby Axon. Um. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong name. M Market. Market. Gotta mark that one again. Dan, if you're listening to this, keep going. American runner Gil Roberts uh, won a gold medal in 2016. Um, was tested positive on a drug test mm-hmm. uh, for performance-enhancing drugs and says it was because he was frequently and passionately mm. kissing his girlfriend in the days before the test and she had been taking sinus infection medication, uh, which she said caused the failed test. Do y'all, A, do y'all buy that? That that he failed because of frequent and passionate kissing. He could have just said, I kissed her a lot. <laughs> but that's in quotes, frequently and passionately. So I'm going to say yes. I do buy it in the sense of one, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, yo, first off, he's frequently and passionately kissing here. I appreciate those uh, <laughs> adverbs and adjectives. Those are those funny, frequently and passionately. Because uh, if you're not kissing frequently and passionately, you're not doing it right. So that's one. Two. True story. Uh, two, I think is also important, is that, you know, like liquids, you know what I'm saying? The body yeah. can transfer. Like yeah. just all objectively, scientifically, like it it can transfer things, you know, both positive and negative. Um, and then three, <laughs> depending on this drug, because the drug was uh, a masking, you know, the drug that was found in his system was was a masking agent to kind of mask, you know, uh, performance-enhancing substances and things of that nature, you know, as well as steroids, because uh, she was going to India, took this trip or whatever. So I do buy it. I'll stop there. I do buy it. I agree. I mean, we learned this in what, like health class mm-hmm. in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> like bodily fluids. Kid, <laughs> hey, hey, you can transfer some some stuff. That's it. That's <laughs> so, it. I mean, I don't, it's it's just kind of interesting that he had to describe it that way. Yeah, that's what's the most interesting yeah. part. He had to describe it that way, uh, as well as I thought it was interesting just how you know, because then he goes on to be cleared, right? Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I was. I got off on right. being knocked out of big events because I was just over here passionately loving my boo with the <laughs> sinus infection too. That's true love. Yeah, she is. has a sinus infection that's so bad that she's taking strong medication, strong for medication, her, and he's still he's like, yeah, dude, you better get over here. You finna go to India frequently. She's just. <laughs> Man. Well, that's the thing about relationships and especially with marriage. You know, sometimes you just sometimes you got throw stuff to the side. <laughs> so yeah. You gotta be like, all right, listen, God dog it. It's Thursday. <laughs> that's just man. Don't you do that? Don't you do that? That's love. That's true it love. Is. That's the sinus infection part of it. What's wrong with sinus man, infection? Bro, that's a matter. small thing. I know. I don't. But it's so easily transferable. Obviously, I don't want to sign. That just ruins your day. So a, a sinus infection is one of those illnesses that you can't complain about. Mm-hmm. But it still just makes your day. So if somebody so got sinus. You you would date somebody and they got a sinus infection. For seven days, I'd be like Chris. High five. 
Who's Chris? Chris. Crisp. Just. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to kiss you. <laughs> uh, what? Mark. Just crisp. I'm gonna keep my kisses, mate. I'm gonna keep my kisses. I thought it was your Chris Taylor or something. Look at that Chris. He looked me dead in my eye, didn't he? He looked me dead in my eye. He's like, Chris, high five. Where is that? For seven days? No, forever days, Chris. Forever the days. (laughs) Don't you give us that horn early. That's just 45 seconds early. Woo, oh, yeah, man, I got time for that. I'll give you 48 hours. Yo. I'll give you 48 hours. I'm like, all right, listen, I might be a little sick, but we can't. We got to drink some yeah. orange juice. I can't. Yeah. Eight days? Can't trip, listen, I had a sinus infection my entire, <laughs> in, for six months, my first year of marriage. Six months, bro. It did not stop us. Mm-mm, mm-mm bro. You can't, when hey. you get married, things just go, oh, even in a long-term relationship, things just start going out the window. Yeah. Like, the door don't be closed anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Hey. Just like. I gotta brush these teeth, man. What you? I gotta, I gotta brush my teeth. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta man. go. I wish toilets would have doors, though. I don't True. know why. Like people, bathroom. A lot of bathrooms don't have like doors in the room. So it's like I just gotta. I'll close That's our door point. halfway. You know. I remember one of the biggest things when we first got married, year one. It was just a culture that she grew up in. She just came in in the bathroom. I'm like, hey, I need a little privacy. Whoa. I, I need a little privacy yeah, here, boo. Yeah, Hello, I'm, I'm in here. Taken. Hello, <laughs> occupied. Come in, brush your teeth, put on deodorant, do her makeup. I'm like, you're not bothered by this? I have a fan on and I'm not breathing. This is not okay right now. That's terrifying. But now, nine years in? Hey, it's all good. We don't mean thing anymore, baby. Anything is free game now, nine years in. <laughs> Anything they get ready, baby. It's coming. Next, next topic. It's coming. Yeah, the next topic, yeah. right? Coming, After brother. That tender night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta figure out when that tender night is. <laughs> Matt, sweep right, boy. Swipe right, God. That's gonna be good. We got some good things coming up this year. Can't wait. Atlanta Hawks. If anybody know people in Atlanta Hawks show, make that tender night happen again. That was a good time. Yeah. People enjoyed people it. People get married. People get married, man. That's a good publicity yeah. for you too. You know what I'm saying? And then they gonna be in the building, God dog it. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. You heard that? Not even talking to people on we ain't got time. Yeah. We ain't got time to go back. We ain't got time to go back. We can go off. Let's get into the last topic here. Not to kiss you and, Ooh, man. Nah, no thank you. Last topic of the day, baby. You know what it is. Number ten. So, real quick on Twitter, somebody hit us up or somehow I saw I don't remember. Uh about tag. You heard me. Tag and I haven't looked into it fully is becoming a slow arching American sport. I'm using quotation marks. Sport. Well, people, grown men, I did not see women, they could definitely play, um, <clears throat> uh, were playing tag. Men were chasing each other, trying to just touch their body one time with a hand over an obstacle course, going over bars, under bars, around ramps. Just tag. It's a good old yeah. game of tag. And someone's like, yo, man, this new sport is sweeping the work. Like, I'm like, stop. Guys, tag is not a sport. Hear me clearly. Tag is not a sport. But I will say this as well as we get into it. I've had a couple of heated arguments about what is a sport. So we're going to wrap up the podcast talking about it. Our boy Nathan Owens, he's got Lewis and Clark of words. Miriam Webster's definition of a sport. Let's start there. All right. I mean, a, a- the definition of a sport, an activity involving physical exertion mm. and skill in mm. which an individual or team competes against another mm. or others mm. for entertainment. 
Boom. It sounds a lot like the restaurant stuff. True. Where technically, yeah. technically, 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 that opens up a can that is, uh, it's just crazy, right? Because you said physical activity mm-hmm. that combines skill and something else I feel like you said in there. Physical exertion. Physical exertion oh, okay. and, and skill. skill. Okay. And then basically people competing. Yeah. For entertainment. Right? For Yeah, for oh, entertainment. Right? Yeah. So let's just start here. It's tag of sport, Chris. No. Boom. It's tag of sport. The tag that I saw, yes. The tag that you saw on on the, on the tag tour? that we saw online. That was a sport to you. It was just, comp- I mean, calling it tag is the worst possible thing to do to so it. So they called it competitive parkour. That's what it was. I mean, it was it was parkour. It was like huh? the opening scene Flipping, of James Bond. Is parkour but, a sport? I, I mean, I don't think it is on its own. I think it's like jogging. Uh-huh. Like jogging's not a sport, but running is. You can race somebody. No, jogging is about sixteen hundred. No, no, but I'm saying like jo- like going out and jogging by yourself, that's not a sport. Because you're not competing against you're somebody. You're not competing. Right. Uh, so okay. parkour so is probably not is a sport. Because of competition. Okay. But they, I mean, that's essentially what they did. Mm. If you watch these guys, mm. they're, it's parkour. Mm. I would like to see it not on just a square with guardrails. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Sure. That was a weird thing. But I, what I saw, mm. I was like, you know what? It's more of a sport than golf. Oh. I mean... Wow! If we're talking, you thought what you just saw there was more of a sport than golf because yes. what? We got to post this up because it's a visual thing. Nate, yeah, post it yeah, up. We'll, we'll post it up. I don't know how many. <laughs> I don't know how many sixty-five-year-old sure. guys are retiring. And been I like, think there's also just like finally have enough time for a tag. lot of thirty-eight-year-old middle-class white guys are listening too. So. That's and like a few doing well black guys too, but carry on. <laughs> Go <laughs> doing well. <laughs> doing well. But I just, by definition, yes, golf is a sport. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't know too many other sports that people pick up after retiring. Mm. Nobody's like, man, it's time mm. to lock down. It's time to lock down Should baseball. I'm yeah. 65. <laughs> Let's get into it. I got all this Let's time. I'm going to the batting cages. I'm going to throw out my rotator cuff. It's a big question. It leads yeah. to a big question. So I'll I'll say this. So I, I have to come into a lot of heated spots. I have to get to the point where I created a tier system. Okay. okay. I have a tier system of sports. Okay. I have a tier system of sports. Um, and so long story short, I feel like because of publicity, popularity, exertion of skill needed uh, the ability to not do it easily at the highest of levels, that's tier one. Okay. Nobody is going to get up at 31 years old and say, yo, Saturday I'm going to go be an elite NFL quarterback level, right? Nobody's going to go right. be an amazing NFL player, right? You right. may be a beast at Ultimate Frisbee, right? You may be a beast. I'll give you that tier two. A lot of running, okay. jumping, agility. I don't know if you're, you ever play Ultimate? Yes, and you it was play, the worst experience. Right, and you played it a couple of times, right? I played a handful. Of times. I played, I played it a lot as well in college. Like it's not a game, especially with real cats yeah, who play. Yeah, right. Then you go tier three. Too much tier, running. Tier, I've got. To, if we're gonna call it a sport, I'm putting tag in. I hate to say the words. I'm putting tag as a tier three sport. Mm. Tier three sport. What else is going in tier three? What else would you put in tier? So where's gymnastics going? No, no, no. Gymnastics no. is number one, is in top. That's what I meant to say. Cheerleading. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say cheerleading. Gymnastics, I give you one. That's very, very difficult. Nobody's waking is, up on Saturday say, and doing gymnastics. I give cheerleading probably tier two. I give it two. Yeah. I give it cheerleading two. Yeah. Flips alone. Flips oh, yeah. alone yeah. are not a game. Yeah. I have never been able to successfully land a backflip. Never in my life. On it is not. A, I, I'm not. I'm not crazy. I, I jump out of a plane, <laughs> but I'm not playing with trampolines. So, uh, come on, guys. Wow. Ain't no, ain't no parachutes far. on a trampoline. People die from trampolines, Chris. How many lawyers have like remodeled wow. their kitchen because of trampolines? This is a fact. Ugh. But NASCAR, where you put NASCAR? 
NASCAR is a, a motorsport. Sports a sport. Don't give me I, adjectives. I, 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 Don't give I, me adjectives. I, because I think I think there are. I don't think so. You're not. I, it's a sport. Look, you can modify it all you want. You can say sports with uh, equipment, sports without. That's modifiers. I, sport I is a sport. Think is NASCAR, NASCAR was a sport until yes. I saw Jeff an came and spoke to the team. Okay, and I was like, he just some of the description sure. of what he was saying, yeah. like the physical exertion. Like yeah. it is really hard. Things can be to tough and still not be a sport. But it's a physical. What, didn't, physical exertion, skill, competing. Skill, I, I will give it tier Na- two, tier two, two Na- one. I give because it's really difficult to drive. I've never driven past. I've never driven more than hundred miles an hour, and that was yeah. scary. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm yeah. good. That's just a personal thing. That takes a lot of hand-eye coordination. Bro, with people get, zooming like, past you, yeah. turning. That's, that's hundreds of laps. Yeah. I'm giving that tier two. Yeah, I'm giving it tier two. Uh, but it gets crazy. What the, the goose? <laughs> That's you know, two. That's two three. Yeah, Look at yeah, that! Yeah, How crazy is this guy? Yeah. If we're putting yeah. tag, bro. If we're putting Mother May I and <laughs> Red Rover. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if they made it competitive and had some cool lights and made a cool stage and had a couple of announcers, you'd be like, "Damn, this Doug Doug Goose game bad than a bad boy, boy, <laughs> dude, boy crazy, <laughs> bro." Team Black and Team Blue, Doug Doug Goose. Going mm. against the weakest, like figure out which one's the weakest. Hey, bro, hey, you watched DDG last week? It's gonna be popping, bro. Mm. DDG hashtags. Mm. <laughs> Yo, fantasy team. For... Nah, hey. would, it would, it would have to be the something. golf announcers, though, because you got the commissioners. We need to be commissioners, DDG, bro. Yeah. And he goes duck once again. <laughs> that is six. He's using the strategy, but last time he did four ducks. <laughs> that, that is six ducks in a row. It's the most ducks we've Ooh. seen tonight. We'll see. Goose, there it is, and they're <laughs> off. <laughs> and they're off. There's something about that, that goose where you right, you're running always at an angle. <laughs> you're always leaning fifty percent inside the yeah, circle, bro. Right? <laughs> I kn- it was. I don't know if I ever caught up. I was I was a good duck duck whatever, whatever the positions sure. are. Good, we got to make position goose. names. You're a good goose. You're a good goose. I was one. If you tap me on the head, I was like, you got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm quickly getting out of crisscross applesauce and then sprinting around a tiny circle of kindergartners? <laughs> Not You're gone. Not happening. Then you got to sit in the circle. Oh my goodness, bro. That would be another angle to it, though. You put somebody in the circle, mm. and then everybody just gets to roast them. <laughs> just, oh, that would be. You heard it here first, baby. DDG hashtag. Let them know. That's right. yeah. Guys, let us know what technically you consider a sport. What is it? That's a wide yeah. range. Slap boxing. Oh, that's tier two. Come on, yeah, that's, that's tier two. Tier two. Tier yeah. Slap boxing, bro. Yeah. I gotta pull my top ten list back up. Back in the day, yo, all those sports, yo. <laughs> this is not good. Dan's not gonna be happy with the time of this podcast. Oh well, yeah, one forty. We're at one forty six. <laughs> wow. Oh, we did it. We did it, baby. That's okay. Wow. We're probably the only podcast dropping this week. Hey, so we got to make it for all time. Got <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us, Chris. Once again, thanks for being here. Let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, thank you for having me. You can find me on all social media sites at Chris Burnett 68 Keep it real simple. E at the end of Burnett. I'm Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I am Owens. Know what it is? Get at me on Twitter, man. D a m o n j r at the two for Instagram. Thank you guys as always for listening so much. Again, again, again. August fourth, you're gonna hear for a few more weeks. Live. August fourth, hundredth episode live relapse theater, eight thirty p.m. Hey. Tickets online. Check out the Groupon. You know what it is. Thank you guys so much for the love, support. Keep retweeting. 
You guys are fantastic. Guys, please review us on iTunes, yes. on SoundCloud, however you can do. Keep interacting. We love it. All the stars. Yes. All the stars. Every single, <laughs> however many there are, give us all. Hashtag fourth and ten. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Holla.